Hello and welcome to the Shedding Light podcast, created for you by Lighthouse Family Church. I'm your host, Kewan, so join us as we talk about all things faith and how we apply these principles to our daily lives. So welcome everybody to another episode of the podcast. Um, Thank you so much for joining us again. We hope that you're doing well. We hope that you're keeping safe and all such things. Um, And if I may just take a moment to do a little bit of a shameless plug. Um, If you are listening to this podcast on any sort of platform that allows for commenting, so that would be like um, SoundCloud, if you're listening on the Podbean app, Um, please do leave a comment telling us what you like about it, telling us what we can improve on. We love criticism here. Um, It's one of our favorite things, regardless of how harsh it may be. So please let us know uh, what you think about the podcast so far. And if you're listening to this on either Spotify or Google Podcast or Apple Podcast, please leave a a rating, uh, leave a review of some kind. Um, I still don't understand why you can't leave comments on on podcast apps like that. It doesn't make any sense to me. But anyways... Um, yeah, just let us know what you think. Um, and yeah, shameless plug over. Uh, I am joined today by a very special guest, full-time children's pastor and part-time superhero, Kim Anderson. Kim, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Kim. I'm not sure I deserve <laughs> that title, but thank you. <laughs> no, I think anyone who knows you knows that you deserve that title. Um, you know, we've we've joked before about how job descriptions kind of get thrown to the wind sometimes, and I think your your life kind of epitomizes that. Thank you. <laughs> you know, especially recently, uh, being yes. <laughs> yeah, being being um, you know, again, part time children's pastor, part time film crew, part-time yes. movie and director always. and editor and everything. Yes, <laughs> that's true. So yeah, I'm really excited about today's episode uh, because we are talking about something that Kim is really passionate about, and that is uh, church and family. Now, when we talk about church and family, there are, there are many avenues to explore with that. So to try and narrow things down... What I'm wanting to chat to Kim about today is the integration of church and family. Those two things being married together in beautiful harmony, how they're supposed to be. Especially, you know, in 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 your mind, Kim, you think these these two things are they they cannot be separate. Church and family. They shouldn't be separate. So I think before we get started on anything, some background to you, Kim. Tell us a bit about you, what you do. Um, just some some context for people who maybe don't know who you are. Okay. Um, well, I'm married to a senior pastor, so um, everything that goes with that. Um, but I've been doing children's church on some level or other since I was 16. Um, I left school and, and went into beauty therapy, but that was never my heart. So I ended up back in children's work and became a preschool teacher, did that for quite a few years, and now have the privilege of doing children's ministry full-time, which is, which is a real, real privilege. Yeah. love it. I have a son who's 17, um, absolute joy of my life. And um, yeah, I just, I, I, love, I love the concept of church and family being, being one thing. I think for too long, children have sort of been stuck in a corner in children's church or Sunday mm-hmm. school. 
And um, I think we, we, I think at Lighthouse we're getting it right, the whole merging of family and, and church together. Yeah. 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 You know, it's in the name, Lighthouse Family Church. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, as you say, we, we, I, I think we're doing a pretty good job at, at merging the two together and no longer making children's church or Sunday school or whatever, whatever people want to call it. It's no longer that, that thing that parents use as like babysitting Absolutely. while they get to go to church. Absolutely. Um, so on the topic of children's church, this episode is not a plug for our children's ministry at all. This is not just a way to somehow um, boost our, <laughs> our, our ministry. Absolutely not, yeah. um, But we do have a rather successful children's ministry. It's been running for several years now. And there are many parents who I know would attest to the, the value that it has played in their children's development, in their children's life. So for, for you, Kim, this is a passion of yours. What would you say, um, or how big of a role would you say, children's church, Sunday school, whatever you want to call it, what role would you say that plays in the social, the emotional, the spiritual development of kids? Because I think very often we can look at young kids and think uh, not much is going in. Mm. Um, but that I know is coming from a naive space of me being a young person, not a parent, not having kids. You know, and the tendency can be to think, oh, they're young kids. What are they actually learning in this? But, but you will, you can attest to just the the role that this plays in their life. So, yeah, mm. tell us a bit about that. So, I think. You know, I think that the most important um, role that children's church plays is forming the habit of going to church and making church a place that kids love to be at. So we aim to have lots of fun and to make um, being a part of this family exactly that, being part of the family so that there's the ownership that this is theirs as well, not oh, mom and dad go to church and, and we're dumped somewhere. So I think... The value of children's church is is habit forming for them. By the age nine, children have formed most of their most of their habits. Sure, um, and that goes for um, apparently their financial habits. There, wow. Um, yeah, um, this is good to note, Kieran. Yeah, that's news to me. Goodness. I missed the boat on this one. Apparently, if you want to train your children to like do chores around the house and stuff like that, by age nine. So, so age nine is like the limit. Age nine. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure they keep bringing that down because I remember it being sense. 12. Maybe that makes sense as to why I'm so bad at doing household <laughs> things now, being married. Maybe maybe that's why. Oh, shame. I'm sure your mom My parents started at the age 10, you? maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I think, I think that's very important is, is just making that a habit. I mean, I grew up going to ch- church every Sunday. My parents would make sure that I went. And now I can't imagine... Well, it is weird not going to church on a Sunday during during this season of lockdown. It's just bizarre. Yeah. I mean, we do church, but it's like, what it's is weird. going on? Yeah, it's weird. Um, so I think that's important. And then the the whole the development part. I think it's it's making it's getting children to to grasp biblical concepts within within the space of church, which are then reinforced at home. So sure. that is that is really important. We we get the children for an hour a week. There's, I can't 
possibly put in um, teach the children enough about God yeah. or, or, you know, even the stories of God. But I, I can remember Bible scriptures that I was taught as a child in children's church. They just never, they somehow settle in your heart and stick there. So even if there is no reinforcement at home, they, God does something just within that hour of just that, comp, that repetition and the input that the children's church leaders give that does settle in in children's heart the holy spirit just somehow wow. settles it but reinforcement at home is like magic yeah yeah so that, so so what you're saying is they're pretty indispensable from one another because it's true what you say like you spend maybe like an hour with, yeah. with the kids i mean i remember uh one year it was at the we were at um, the human dignity center and one of the volunteers there pulled me aside um some some of our young guys were playing soccer he just pulled me aside and he said two things which kind of contradicted it, mm-hmm. each other, but it still stuck with me. And it's so true. He said, never underestimate the role that you play here. Never underestimate what you're doing. Even you might think of it as just playing soccer, but you're creating a memory for these kids. You yes. know, We might think of maybe game time as just a thing to full time, but you're creating a memory for these kids. But then on the flip side of that, um, he said, just remember you're spending, and he used youth for us for an example. So he said, you know, you're spending maybe two, three hours a week with these kids, teaching them one thing. Then they're going home and for six out of the seven days of the week, they're learning something totally different at home. Yeah. And so it's, it's this, it's this like awful balance that we're having to play of realizing that we're, we, we do have an impact, that we are making a difference, but also realizing that it's, it's almost impossible to expect these values and these spiritual principles to rest in their hearts if it's not integrated at home. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, for, for, for you, Kim, as, as a parent, you mentioned your teenage son, Ross, who I also love with all my heart. <laughs> Um, he's nearly at the end of his high school career. So he's spent many years now in church. Now for, for you, you are, I mean, you're, you're a mom, but you're also, um, the children's pastor, Yes, you know, Trev, he's a father, but he's also the senior pastor. Yes. So church for you guys as a family, it's more than just church. Mm. It's your place of work as well. How how did you guys manage to to um, to turn church from being work, or turn church from being the thing you attend on a Sunday, just a weekly event, into being that vital part of of family life? It's an interesting question. I've spent quite a lot of time thinking about <laughs> it. Um, I think I think the the, the bottom line is that. Um, again, it's that personal commitment. So even if Trev and I were not in ministry, church would be a vital commitment in cool. our in our lives. We would still come every Sunday to both yeah. all three services or whatever it was, because um, being here is not. I don't come here because I have to. Well, I do, but yeah. but I but there's a there's a part yeah. of me that that the that, most that, of me that, that's not what brings you. That's here. not that's what brings not what me brings here. You Thank here. you. Yeah. yeah, that's not brings me here. Yeah. I, I come here because I really want to meet with with God, and I want to meet with with God surrounded by His people. Yeah, and that for me has always been a priority. And so I think that's the. 
that's the the picture that we've painted for for Ross in that's why we go to church. So it's not come mm. we're going to work. We've never sort of said used that terminology or um, oh you know another day of work or anything yeah. like that. It's been church time, you know, and we're excited to come yes. here because we love being here and we love we love um, being with God's people and, and his presence. And and God is so good that even though we're technically working, he, he blesses us yeah. through that. So um, I think making it, um, integrating your family into the church as well, making that this is, is our family and Ross's family. So he loves everyone here at Lighthouse and they love him so when he comes here he's not being dragged by us he's coming yes. because he wants to see his family too love and that. yeah and just being part of this bigger picture and I think that as parents is is one part where we can really make a difference is is integrating our kids into mm. the family the bigger family yeah it's a partnership thing we don't raise our children in isolation we raise them together yeah a bigger unit. Yeah, and you know, you you speak about that integration. I think there's that there's almost like that first step where you you choose to make Sunday church the commitment. Mm. So you choose as a family Sunday we go to church. That's just what it is, mm. you know. Um, but then there's almost that second step of integration that that goes. I have a kid who's a teenager. They've got a youth group here. Yes, it would probably be good for them. To attend now, I mean, yeah, the way parents do that mm. will differ. Some parents will pretty much give their kid no option. You know, yes. if you're a teenager, you will attend yes. the youth group. Um, you know, other parents will will. I mean, the first sign that the kid is probably not enjoying it that much will pull them immediately. Mm. And I think there's there's probably room for all sorts of opinions around that. But would would you agree that it's to to really integrate church into family life, it's more than just Sunday. It's Absolutely. more than just being at church on a Sunday. So it's finding a, a community group or or your kids at, at children's church or youth or whatever it looks like, a ministry on a Sunday, that simply sitting in a pew, singing songs and listening to a, to a message, it's almost like that's not enough mm. to really integrate church into your family. Absolutely. I think... Um, you know, there's 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 so much more to it. It it is about your child seeing you as part of this family and and realizing that they are also part of it. So yes, youth groups, um, a huge part of it. Having them see you worship in your community group, mm. being a part of that as well, and that becoming part of their family as well. Um, our community group in particular has been amazing at just pulling around Ross when he's gone through a hard time and some of the 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 other dads have you know pulled alongside him and encouraged him at times which has been a huge encouragement to him and just made him feel also part of it if i can just read some scary stats yeah please um, do we love scary stats <laughs> the this is just um these are stats of when parents are involved or aren't involved so when when both parents are born again and um and uh, devoted and involved in the church um, when I just want to get this right now, when ninety three percent, when one parent is involved, is involved, ninety three percent of the children who grow up in that church will continue to serve the Lord. Sure. When no parent is involved, it drops to 
to 53%. My goodness. Um, and when, when neither parent is, is born again, in other words, the child doesn't, you know, sort of get dropped off at church, it drops to 6% of the child's oh, chances gosh. of staying. So <laughs> our, our involvement in church, not just taking your child to church, but our actual involvement in church and integrating our children into the family of God is huge. My word. Scary stuff. It's so interesting that you say that because <laughs> if I just think of of our, our our youth ministry, for those who don't know, I'm the the youth leader here. Trev mentioned it in the first week or or so, but um, you know, if I think about our, our youth ministry, you can you can tell the difference in in I don't want to say commitment, but you can tell the difference in the value that 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 kid holds church in their life. Yes, you can tell the difference between a, a child whose parents are actively involved here. And a child who is dropped off, mm. and whose parents want nothing to do with church. Mm. There's even there, there's even involvement of of parents of a, who go to another church, who drop their kids off here. There's still that value that they see because parents are still involved at a church. Mm. That's still a part of their life. Mm. But you know, a kid whose parents are just not interested. That's when that 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 issue comes in of you're spending two weeks here teaching them one thing, and then they go home. Uh, sorry, two weeks two, teaching them. <laughs> <laughs> two hours here yeah. teaching them one thing, and they go home six days of the, the seven something else, learning yeah. something totally different. It's so interesting. Those stats mm. are scary, man. They are scary. But you know, the parents can, you know, other, having other families that have the same values as you as well can help you as a parent. Because sure. I remember um, when Ross was growing up, Halloween was quite a thing. Um, now, we don't celebrate Halloween for obvious reasons, yes. but quite a few of his schoolmates did. And he obviously wanted to go trick-or-treating. Um, and it was it really helped to be able to say when he said, but everyone is, do, is going. Sure. I could say not everyone. And I could name people that were close to us, people in our community group, people in our church, whose mm. kids I knew were not doing it because they had the same values. So like, it really helps because yes. it gives you ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> Which, let's be honest, as a parent, you need. Yes, yeah. You know? Let's just be honest yeah. about that. You know, you you touched on something important there with um, comparing it to school. Mm. Now, something that could be a very obvious um, argument is, you know, my kid goes to school. My kid has that interaction with other kids. My kid has that interaction with with other adults. Um, you know, five days of the week. Why? Why do they need that interaction on a Sunday? What makes it different to school? You know, how, how, does, it, how does it play a different role in their life, in their development, um, if they're getting a similar kind of social interaction at school, you know? I think, again, it would go back to the whole partnership thing, that as if you as a family are joining in at Lighthouse and, and or at your church and your church is is your you see your church as your extended family, then for your child to be spending time with your family is so important. If your children don't ever see or see their grandparents like once every six months, they're not going to build relationship there and mm. they're not going to have that connection and that pull when they when when they need their grandparents. There's not going to be that connection the same way. Yes. If you're wanting your children to feel a part of the church body, that connection on a Sunday um, with 
kids their own age with the cross-generational thing, is that time spent together is, is where the connection's going to come. And to build those relationships yeah. um, at midweek meetings or... Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's, it also, um, it's also about knowing what kind of influence is being had in your kid's mm. life. You know, I think we, we're, we're a pretty transparent church mm. in terms of our, our principles and our values flow into every ministry type. And yes. anyone who's been attending a church for even two weeks will know what our values are mm. and what our... our, our principles are and i think you know at, at even the most fairly transparent church you will know what values are being instilled in your child on a sunday mm. um because it's an extension of what you're learning yes. when you're sitting in church as a parent yes. so if you know i'm learning this my child will be learning something of this, of similar value yeah whereas at school you have little to no control yes. as to what your child is learning there. You know, mm. you have little to no control as to what the teacher says, yeah. as to what their, their friends say. Mm. But on a Sunday, and it's not about a control thing, it's just about that, that knowledge and that, that security that you'll have as a parent, knowing I know what my kid's learning there. Yeah. And it's true. We have so little control about the influences on our children these days, you know, with technology. And I mean, I know we do have control over that in some ways but mm. um you know there, there is just so much that comes at them um yes. it, when we can when we have the opportunity to make sure that what they are getting at least once a week from a place where we're all going together mm. um can be so rich and and wholesome and so that's going to build into them as a person absolutely sure. i think it's uh, well good value why yeah. not yeah <laughs> Now, now, Kim, to to go back to those to those stats that you shared, I'm really glad that you shared those because it, it kind of it, it allows my my final question to just piggyback off of that. Um, you know, you you said that I think you said if 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 at least one parent is integrated and involved, then it's like ninety three percent. It obviously begs the question of that remaining seven percent. Mm. You know, and. I think a, a difficult a difficult principle for some parents to to take in um, is found in Proverbs twenty two four. Proverbs twenty two four says, "Train up a child in the way he should go; even when he is old, he will not depart from it." So that would talk about the ninety three percent that you mentioned. You know, you're integrated in church family, so ninety three percent of those cases, the kids continue to to flourish and they continue to until whatever age yes continue in church life Mm. and i think that some parents could find it difficult to take this principle in because i think so many parents believe that they've trained their child in the right way Mm. and i think rightly so Mm. i think many parents have done all they can to help their child to train their child um, in the way they should go and yet so many kids still walk away from Mm. the church because I think a large part is what you say about we we have very little control as to mm. what the influence is. So they get to high school, they get to university. I mean, mm. I can speak from experience at university. It, it's like a totally different world, the yeah. influences there. Mm. So I think parents, they've, they've trained their children, they've integrated church and family beautifully, and yet their kids still walk away. What what words of encouragement would you share with those who feel they have 
and I say this lightly because I don't believe that these parents have failed, but maybe they feel like they failed as parents in this aspect, or they feel like their child won't come back. They feel mm. like maybe it's too far gone. Okay. Yeah, I think and that is really a really, really hard place to be. And um, I think we need to just remember that, that God always keeps his promises. Um, he, we just don't know his timing on them. And Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, so, so, is my, so it is with my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And if we've planted God's word in our children's hearts and we've, we've brought them up to love the Lord and we've encouraged them to be part of a church family, we have to trust God that he will continue to water that and he is he says he is the one that waters it and causes it to grow so we need to just continue to do that and i would just say continue to pray for your child um love your child as hard as that can be and um and to and to i think involve your church your close church family, yes. those who can pray with you for your child and share share the burden. You know, I think very often we we're all guilty of trying to hold it together and act as if we've got it all together all the time and we're fine. Um, but I think that's a very heavy burden to carry and sharing it and getting other people to pray with you for your child yes. um, and to keep, keep encouraging you um, and maybe to reach out to your child in some way as well. But um, I just I know God always keeps his promises. And so yeah. just trusting in his timing and keep praying. Yeah. Sure. Kim, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Kim. Thank you so, so much. Awesome, awesome words to end off with. God keeps his promises mm. and just keep on praying. So guys, thank you so much for listening in. This has been a really, really special episode. I'm so glad we got to do this. And until next time, stay safe, be encouraged, and God bless.